So you guys, it's your girl Glamazante and I'm back with another video and today's video you guys definitely know is part of my podcast. Okay, so let's talk about it. I had started my podcast back in LA and really honestly it was doing super well. I had guests on there and everything and I also did snippets of me just by myself. And then when I got to Atlanta, y'all know I just moved to Atlanta about eight months ago. I felt like that I kind of had put it on the back burner just off the strength of me moving, getting everything adjusted and stuff like that. But you know what? Your girl is back in the building and we're going to talk about it. Now with me, I think that first off, y'all know I'm a Libra, so I'm pretty indecisive. We'll, so we still really don't even have a name. I just be calling it Glam Talks because I'm Glamazante and this, that, and this, that. But it really just does not <laughs> have a name. But I mean, I'm going to come up with some. I just felt like I didn't want that to be something that really held me back because the name to me wasn't super important in the beginning. I know y'all probably like, girl, what? But I just felt like I was super indecisive with just how I wanted to do it. And I got my little glam cup. Girl, I'm thirsty because... I've been trying to get all this doing. I've been trying to get all this together for a little minute. I was trying to get the camera together. Then I was trying to get the mic together. Then I was trying to, it was just so many different little things. But nonetheless, I think I just want to base this off of talking about different topics, whether that's in the media, whether it's in personal life, whether it's you guys sending stuff in. Cause I know back in the day, I used to do um, a forum where I would read stuff that people wanted to ask me questions about and then give my advice on it in the end. So I think I'm going to open that back up as well. Um, and if you have any topics or anything you want me to give you advice on, you could click right here. This is the email that will be available to you guys to write in topics i'll read them out loud and then go from there but on today's you know table y'all know we're not limited to talking about nothing around here so i don't know if you guys heard but i want to put you down so rod wave just came out with a new album called nostalgia first things first i love it now i haven't heard let me take it back i said i love it i love like the songs that i've heard i've loved those songs so i definitely think y'all should check out the whole album um i'm gonna check it out clearly as soon as i'm done this but so far i've really 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 liked the song terse and kekos girls 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 that's my song okay i love that song and then it's another song that's on there i think it's called come here let me see it's come here it's kind of it's kind of a little moody. I like moody songs, though, so that's not no surprise with me. Oh, Come See Me. I like Ride Wave, Come See Me. That's my song, too. That's a bop for me, for sure. So I've been listening to that. L oh, and Drake has came out with Slime You Out by SZA. Love that song, and I love the fact that he referenced Arrogant Tay. Like, be for real. Arrogant Tay is that boy. Like, a lot of guys sometimes can be homophobic or act like they not cool with the gays. They just do, because some of them be gay, and then some of them just be they just be acting like, oh, I'm not hanging with nobody like that. I think it's so dope that Arrogant Tay clearly is a gay black male. And guys been like messing with him and giving him his respect. And they talk about him in songs. And it's nothing more, nothing less. It's like I'm just giving him his props. Who has some topics I do want to talk about that is in the media. But I also do want to just talk about my updates and me. Because I think on this channel, I haven't really been able to just talk about what I got going on sometimes. Because I feel like, okay, I'm doing a get ready with me. Okay, I'm doing this. Or okay, it's a Q&A. But I really just don't be able to get on here and just pop my stuff the way I want to pop it. So I think this would be a great way for me to honestly get acquainted with doing that as well. Because that's something I love to do is just talk. Y'all know that's my love language. Words of affirmation. I like talking. I like hearing talking. All that kind of stuff. So let me tell y'all the spill and what happened with me. So um, I did 
th- this past weekend, I did go to Revolt World, and basically, Revolt World is um, curated by Diddy or Brother Love, whatever you want to call it, and it's just a whole different. It's a big. I don't want to say festival, but it's like a big gathering. It almost kind of reminds me of Essence Fest, Coachella, something like that. But it has different showcases in different stages. But it's more developed for like hip hop artists and like black media and music. So I went to there. I had a ball. Y'all, I went and seen Carisha Please Live. Of course, that was going to be on there. Um, And then it was really good. She interviewed Ari and Ari gave her like all this insight. Well, she asked Ari some questions that I did not know if Ari was actually going to answer but I should have known because I don't typically run from the smoke so at that point it was like a really good interview she asked her about her ex she really didn't leave anything on the table and the thing about it Ari kind of Ari does talk about a lot of stuff so in my mind I was like what is she really going to ask her but she got into some things with her Ari answered her questions um she was talking about Ari was talking about threesomes between her and money back yo she talked about like him cheating on her she also talked about situations between her baby dad and um just a bunch of different things and even the show the impact that's coming out and another thing is well I'm gonna get into that a little bit later but she was talking about the impact and stuff so that's that new show that they have like a lot of Atlanta influence they have a lot of Atlanta influencers and basically they go through and tell about their life and then she talked about a little bit of beef between her and Jada Wada as well so it was just super I enjoyed it I think it was really good especially if you like watching the episodes on you know Revolt it was really good to be in live okay so I was here for that and honestly I was talking about it on my blog channel I was like it gave me a lot of motivation to want to just keep going and doing things and being my authentic self because I don't I ain't even gonna front you I think I kind of did struggle with a little bit of figuring out how I could be in the media how I could be who I am but also um still appeal to brands get brand deals and do stuff like that with me being an influencer right and Seeing her do that, do her thing and just being on such a huge platform and give or take, she does date Diddy. But I think even if she wasn't, she still was fit for the platform of the question and answer interview style, almost like she said, a modern day black Oprah in a sense. (laughs) So I think it just worked. I loved it. I was really into it. And I think, like I told y'all, with my journey and just me being who I am, I I am not the typical cookie cutter influencer. Like I get on here and cuss. You guys know I'm a lesbian. I also like to wear revealing clothes, but I also like to, you know, dial it back just a little bit. Like I am that girl that I just want to show up as me. And sometimes it does have people hate me and sometimes people love me for it, you know, but I think just seeing her in her element just made me feel like, okay, this is like, I can just still keep showing up as me. It ain't going to be no problem. Even with Cardi B, I said that when she first came out, you know, Cardi B started off as a stripper, right? And as she went through, she basically was, she just was showing up as herself, being herself. And she was getting big brand deals. She was getting such huge music awards. She was also working with bigger artists. She still was in her music videos, dang near naked, dancing, doing her stripper moves. It was just like they capitalized off what, who she used to be and molded it into a clean, not cleaner, molded it into a more fresh, I guess I could use the word clean, but fresh, clean, more, no, that's not the word, polished. They made her into a more polished version. So I'm like, you know what? 
I can still be me. I just have to put myself in the right space of being me. You know what I'm saying? Like just polishing it up. So I have been doing a lot of reflection on my brand, on me, and just figuring out how I want to go with things, but just making sure I am me at the end of the day. Because at the end, one thing about it, I don't want to show up as nobody else. I don't want to be unhappy and I don't want to be putting on. Okay. I just don't. So I just really enjoy that. Um, I don't really think I had too much else going on. I think right now, well, not, I think I know I pretty much leave for my trip to Bali. I'm going to be going to Bali for an entire month. Um, you guys know I do the travel trip, so I'm excited about that as well. I'm taking my subscribers out the country. We got two groups. We're going to Bali, Indonesia. We're going to be going to do a lot of excursions and I'm also hosting two seminars well, two seminars for two groups. So I'm hosting technically four seminars in Bali. And that's just a blessing because girl, I came from y'all. Well, if you don't know, I'm telling you, I came from very, very, a very small town, Herlock, Maryland. It's only, I think we ain't even got a stoplight. And last time I checked, it was less than a thousand people that even live in that city. So just for me to take a group of people to Bali, Indonesia, that's a blessing, okay? And I also have some more travel trips coming up. The next date we have is Costa Rica. But if you guys are interested in staying tuned with all that kind of stuff and that's your kind of vibe, make sure you head over to my vlogging channel, It Girl Glamazante, okay? So, um, I want to get into some things. I looked up, I seen a couple things that was on the media. I also asked you guys, so go on my Instagram as well. If you're not on there, Glamazante, because I'm not asking you guys questions. You can pretty much chime in. Oh, my baby wants to say hello. Girl, mommy trying to work. She's trying to get that back for you. Okay. Hi. Want to say hey? Yeah, you see what's going on. But, uh, girl, now, now she want to come up in here. But I did look in the media and I seen a couple of different things going on. I said, you know, what? I want to speak about them and talk about them. Guys, it's like they just up my alley is conversations I really like to have. So why not do it? Okay. So the first things first I want to talk about is Drea. And I seen that Drea had got interviewed by the shade room, right? And she was basically talking about deleting your wholeness. Can you delete your wholeness? So I want to go ahead and run that clip real quick so you guys can see it. You have an iconic phrase. I feel like you could delete your mess. Have you ever like explained like so what does that mean? Yeah. I still stand on that. Yeah. Like I still confirm that because yeah, like you may have been a hoe back in your day. You may have slept around a bit, but like if you find that one, you're so no what makes it deleted? You just don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. After so much time it goes away. Uh-huh. You know? Like So who do you think who would you say had <laughs> who would you say deleted their Question at the end of the day is, can you delete your wholeness? <sighs> I personally think, okay, you know, I deal with a couple different things. <laughs> can you delete your wholeness? I 100% feel like you can delete your wholeness. I definitely feel like you can delete it. I think that that's the reason why they have a thing called whole phases. Okay, whole phases. Now, with me, I have been in predominantly relationships all my life, right? 
all my life or been in some type of something serious. Just I'm always I'm a relationship girl. I did not realize like I'm a lover girl. Right. So with me, I say, you know, this last time when I get out of my relationship, I am going to go into my whole phase straight up. I, I literally said I was. And that meant that I was going to be um, tricking off with niggas, meaning that I'm going to let you spin by, take me on dates. I'm going to have multiple ones. I'm not going to settle for just having one person. And I'm going to date around. If I casually want to have sex with multiple people, I'm going to do that too. Like it was no limitations on me and what I wanted to do. And I was just going to be catered to wine to wine and dine. I don't know whatever I wanted to do. It was no limitations. I wasn't thinking about how I was going to look. I was thinking about how I was going to show up though. Cause at the end of the day, like I feel like it's a certain level of quality woman and I wasn't just going to do anything now. And so in my whole face, it wasn't like I was just going to go out here and find anybody to just do anything with. Like, no, I was pfft, I wasn't doing that. All right. Now you had had something going on, whether that was like you had money, a great person. Like you had to have a, how do I say this? Okay. You had to check off at least the bare minimum on my checklist in the whole phase. It wasn't like I was just out here like, oh, you cute. Let me rock with you. You got money. Let me rock with you. No, I had, I had a couple different things that was on the list that had to be checked off for me to say, okay, I'm going to associate and vibe out with you. Even if it's just us on a personal level and don't nobody else know, I'm going to, you got to check off my, my little bit of checklist because I feel like at the end of the day, I still got some type of standards. You know what I'm saying? Cause I know some of my homegirls, they do a whole phase and it's like, girl, it's all bets off. You could do whatever you want with whoever you want and rock out how you want. Baby, I w I'm not that type of girl. Like if I'm laying in the bed looking at you, looking at you, then I have to say, okay, hold up now. Do I feel as though you, do it make sense that we sitting here together? You know what I'm saying? No, we might not take it no serious. No, we not trying to be in a relationship, but do me and you in this, in this space and in this setting, does it, it does it make sense? Okay. And I felt like it did to me with those people. Um, yeah, and another thing is with my whole face, I'm never going to talk to nobody that I feel like I'm going to be embarrassed if y'all see us out together. That's a big one. Because I feel like that I'll be outside and when people see me outside, baby, they will come up to me. They speak. Y'all y'all rock with me. I just like I rock with y'all. So it's like, I don't want to ever get misconstrued. Is that, um, you know what? One moment, it, it might not be that. Okay. So, I think the whole phase definitely can be deleted. You guys feel free to comment below and let me know what you think as far as your experiences, but I feel like it can be deleted. I think that a person can go through a phase, they have to get something out their system and then they move on and go, um, they go on. Personally with me, I used to, like I said, was a relationship type person. So in between not seriously being in a relationship or seriously dating a person, I was not doing anything. It was literally like, I just would be, it was, it, she was closed you know, my hoo-ha was closed and everything. Like I wasn't even a person that really liked to casually talk to a person. You know, I was super reserved in that space and area. And I've said it so many different times. Okay. But then it's like, once we continued on and I'm like, Oh, I like you like that. You like me like that. Let's, let's get to it. You know what I'm saying? But I, like I said, with me being a person that had been in a relationship predominantly most of my life, I felt it was crucial to me and crucial to my growth and my, um, just me as a person to 
had some type of whole whole phase. I had never done it. And I think my whole phase kicked in a little bit later because I think some people have a whole phase when they're young and it's just like, okay, we just, I'm just doing whatever because I can. But with me, no, I, I waited and I'm glad I did wait because I was super smart about it. The people I was choosing to do whatever with, it was like I had some type of standard with it and I still was getting something out of the deal. Does whole phase mean you have to have sex every time? No. It does not mean that, okay? It don't mean it. But I just feel like most time when people think about it, it does come with that. With me, it more so means if I want to have sex with you, I do. But also, I just have a lot of people around. I guess you could call it a roster, okay? That's what I'm going to say. If it's, it's a roster, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that was a one thing I wanted to talk about is can your whole phase be deleted? The next topic I want to get into, this is one of the more popular questions that people ask me on a regular basis is, Tay, how do you like meet new people in a new city? How do you have friends? How do you meet people? Like, I just don't be having friends like that. I just don't be vibing out with people, stuff like that. Like, that's a question that I do get. I feel like that, you know, I was in a situation with a person that had me around multiple people because they were such a life of the party person. They were a people's person. They love being around people. They always had people around them. And with me being with them, I had no choice but to get comfortable and familiar with being around other people. So that brings me to, this is how I ended up getting in a space of, okay, I'm comfortable with people. And I'm so, I think for, for one thing for that situation, I think I'm so blessed because that really opened me up to being a networker, talking to people, hanging out, actually going outside. I used to be a homebody and it's nothing wrong with being a homebody, but being in a, in a house for years and not doing nothing, like it's okay, but I don't want to be that type of person. I want to live life. Like the beginning, the beginning years of me in LA, y'all seen, I kind of just was in the house. But as you see me now within the last two, three years, maybe four, I've been outside and I've been liking it. Okay. I feel like one of the biggest ways that I reach out to have friends on social media is number one, I just will DM a person. Like if I feel like me and a person got the same vibe and they cool, I will DM them and if, or I'll just like their pictures or start some type of conversation with them. And normally my conversation will be like, oh girl, you seem cool. Hey, I live in Atlanta. Do you want to link up? Or if we already had a little bit of dialogue, for example, if they posting pictures on their stories and stuff and I'm heart eyes in it and stuff like that, then it works out in that way um I also know that in here in Atlanta I'm not for sure if other people do but I know they probably do it's like women um I guess networking spaces where you can meet other like-minded women I can't remember the name of one of them right now but that kind of thing is a great way to make friends as well and then also when I go out by myself it pushes me to really have to be outside look at other people and have an interaction. And I think when people see you by yourself, they are more likely to gravitate to say something to you, speak to you, or just have a conversation because especially if you're at the bar and I highly recommend always sitting at the bar if you're going to be by yourself. So with me and this one girl, I had started following this girl on Instagram. Well, I have, okay, let me, you know, I'll give y'all the whole story. I was on my Instagram, looked on my explore page and I seen this girl and I clicked her picture cause she looked super interesting. And then when I clicked it, I noticed she was already following me. So I followed her back. After that, I started, um, I went on her story and I was like, oh, I like that. And I complimented something. And then, you know, we kind of had the back and forth of that. And then for the next couple of weeks, you know, 
that was what it was, right? So then she said, hey, girl, I'm coming. Well, she stays in Atlanta, but she was like, I'm coming to the city. I want to do Pilates. Are you interested in doing that? And I said, you know what? I will. And then when we linked, mind you, we didn't even have each other's phone number at this point, but we were meeting at a public place. So it was no issues or problem, right? And then we can we keep going. We keep going and um, we meet at the Pilates. And when I tell you, that experience we were actually vibing it was cool it was super minimal talking though right and then we went out to eat afterwards and then while we're out to eat we started talking to each other and really getting into what we do and how we show up and entrepreneurship and we had a lot of things in common and also she put me on game like Basically, I told her, you know, I was talking about selling stuff on Amazon and doing things like that. Girl, she put me up on tea telling me how to do it. She like she just really poured into me selflessly, started sharing knowledge she did not have to do. And, you know, I started sharing her my experiences with certain things. And now me and her are actually really, really cool. So that's why I said you have to kind of put yourself out there sometimes to even see where it'll go, because you never know. It might land you somewhere else, just not being scared by seeing something slide in a DM. And and if you slide and they don't say nothing back, hey, keep it pushing. But I mean, I guess it just depends. Cause I remember when I was a smaller YouTuber, or I didn't even have a small, I didn't even have a big following. And I was saying stuff to people in the DM and girl, they was not saying nothing back. <laughs> they wasn't. But as I progressed on, I guess as I got larger, then it was almost like the people that was larger and I was larger, it was like a common interest of them responding. But when I had like a thousand followers and I was writing people, they was not saying nothing back to me. They just, they just being blank honest. They just wasn't. So I guess you kind of got to keep it in. I want to say keep it in your lane, but I hate to say it like that, but that's how I felt at the time. Cause that's the energy I got. But I do like making genuine connections with people being outside and, you know, vibing with them and stuff like that as well. Okay. Another topic that came through with me is putting yourself out there. And I had a scenario that happened in my email of somebody putting themselves out there. And it honestly sparked me to think like, how much farther will we get if we really put ourselves out there selflessly and not a scared to hear, not scared to hear the word no. Okay. Not scared to hear the word no. So let's see. This is what happened. Now. This is what girls say. Typically, if you want to come at me, you need to come at me a certain way. Like you need to vibe out. You need to do the most. You need to cap my attention. Like you almost need to perform, honey, so that I really want to mess with you. That's what the girl's energy give. Or if you don't have money or if you don't have this, I'm not messing with you. I feel like a percentage of me feels like that, but also other percentage of me feel like, okay, I'm a lover girl. You get what I'm saying? I'm changing as I get older. It's not all about the financials. It's not. But I think one thing about me is you have to impress me or capture my attention in a way that a person hasn't done it. And I think that also if you can do it in a way that is new and fresh, it'll have me like, oh, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm checking for it. So I say all that to say is I go through my emails, right? So while I'm going through my emails, I am looking, I'm, I'm going through and I see this message that says attention Octavia, you have been served because I got to pull it up on my computer. And I'm like, I've been served. Like, what are you even, what's, what's T, what is, what's going on? Cause I'm thinking to myself, I know ain't nobody trying to sue me cause if they was honey, they would have came a different way than this, right? Ooh, I'm all spitting. So listen, I says, attention activity, you have been served. I'm like, all right. So the message says, Hey, Tay, you don't know me, but I asked you to look at the attached PowerPoint. You are not a regular woman, so it was no way I could approach you in a regular way. Respectfully. And then she puts her name and then, you know, the labels like if you were a doctor or a nurse, she puts her 
her signatures afterwards, right? And I am like, what is this? Like, I, first off, that's what I said. What is this? Because I have seen a lot of things. I have had a lot of females come and step to me in a certain way and do certain things, right? But this caught my attention. Now, if I see a bunch of other people sending PowerPoints to my email now, I'm going to exactly know where y'all came from. So right now, I think that after this, I think the wild fact of the PowerPoints have went down, okay? But this woman slid in my DM. She did a PowerPoint slide. It's about six slides of her telling me different things. So number one, she says, who am I? She puts all these different pictures of her and she says, I am 32 years old. I currently reside in Houston, Texas. I moved here about three months ago, seeking a new environment for opportunities. She says, I'm a lesbian. I'm masculine presenting for sure. I do not resonate completely with a stud. She says she's a dog mom. She has two shepherd rescue dogs. She just goes through. She tells me what um, university she attended and that she got her bachelor's in. And she also tells me about the university she attended to get her master's. Okay. <laughs> She tells me that she, her sign is a Sagittarius. And if you know, I am a Libra. Libras and Sagittarius do. I've always had a really good friendship with Sagittarius. But have I had a really good thing dating wise with Sagittarius? I don't think I ever have dated a Sagittarius. Let's start there. So she says, so the, that's the first side. It's kind of pitching herself and telling me who she is and what she got going on. So then it says, what do I do? And then she tells me that she's a full-time entrepreneur. She tells me about the different businesses she owns. She also tells me that she is a licensed professional counselor. She also tells me of the different Airbnb properties that she owns. And she also tells me about the business that she is opening up. I'm like, okay, like, like to me, I'm not going to hold you. I was looking at this and I was in super awe. Okay. So that's why I said, girl, I got to share it with somebody and somebody is going to be all. So then she says, why am I reaching out to you? And then she gives me a whole paragraph of why she's reaching out to me. And she has done her research. When I tell you she watches my, she's an avid watcher of my vlogs. Okay. She says that first, I follow you closely via social media for the last three years. I feel like we'll be compatible friends after your recent vlog that you posted triggered ATL pride pottery, etc. I said I would definitely reach out my mindset is you miss out on 100% shots you don't take and I said period she says in the video at 55 minutes 40, 14 seconds you talk about what compatibility is to you and I relate to all of that I have my own technically two houses I one car entrepreneur and several streams of income and compatibility has been my theme for this year so I totally understand and she goes into a whole thing I'm like whoa because one thing about it, like she said, you don't, if you don't shoot the shot, honey, the shot doesn't come. So then she continues to go on. She said, why else am I reaching out? She talks about the fashion things that she has going on. And then she also talks about collaborating together, anything that she would like to do. And then she says, feisty. She said, how would I describe myself? It's another slide. She says, I'm feisty, blunt, but not rude. She tells me that she's financially responsible. She puts her credit score. She also tells me she's a sneakerhead and how many sneakers she has. She's driven. She's a traveler. She's compassionate. So then she says to me, what's next? And I'm thinking to myself, right now, like when I tell you, even if she isn't my type, just by doing something like that can make you stand out to a person. You have to just do things and throw yourself out there, right? So in the next slide, and this is the next and final slide, she says, what's next? She says, you always look at my posts, but 
you always look at my post when I post you with as frequent, but you never added me. And I think the thing about it is when people post me, I do see the post and then I keep clicking through, but I typically get lost in names. So I've really had no clue who she was, seen her before, nothing. Then she puts a t-shirt on here and she says, I will be wearing this on your birthday. I got you one for your birthday as well. And for your birthday, I would like to send you on a trip. If you are comfortable, I can stay. And if you're not, I can stay in another room. Hold up, hold up, hold up. She said, for your birthday, I want to send you on a trip. If you are comfortable, I can come and stay in another room. But if you're not, you can just go enjoy by yourself. I want to be clear about my intentions. I have a little crush on you and love your, I love your internet persona, but I would love to be friends with you and get to know you more. If we connect on a different level in the future, I'm open to it, but I would love to be your friend, Octavia. When I tell you it was, it was the, it was the energy. It was the thought behind it. It was the, uh, it was the, the ethic, the work ethic that had to go into just the fact that you are this knowledgeable about me. You are putting yourself out there. And like you said, at the end of the day, the worst that can happen is I, I, I join, I, I get a new friend potentially, possibly if she's not crazy. So I, I was saying all that to say, like, you just have to sometimes throw yourself out there because you just never know what's going to happen. You just don't. And when I say, if you're going to step to me and have some type of energy and come correct, you have to come correct. This girl literally took a t-shirt, had it made, screenshotted it and put it in the PowerPoint to show me exactly what was going to be going on. And that's why I said out here, like, I am never going to settle for anybody. Never, 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 never. I have two things, never going to settle for nobody. And number two is if I want to shoot my shot on a person, I'm going to do it. And all my relationships, most of my relationships that I have been in, I've shot my shot at that person. Like I seen them, thought they look good. And I put that, I put it out there. And then if they like, I put it out there. If they put something in my hand, then we're going to go ahead and rock this way. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a very direct person. I know what I want. And if this is what I want, this is what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? And I think that it's so, it's, 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 baby, it ain't nothing to say, but what we're going to do. But I feel like, am I going to accept the trip request? Of course. Am I going to... But no, I just feel like it, it, you have to just throw yourself out there and do certain things. And the worst that can ever happen to a person is them saying no or the opportunity not presenting itself straight up. OK, that's the worst that can happen. I have put myself out there in so many different scenarios, situations far as dating, friends or just living day to day life. I think that. That is the way that I have opened myself up to so many different new opportunities. And I think I need to do it even more. I need to push the limit. In Atlanta, this is the first time that I have really been able to get outside, go to industry parties, actually be around like-minded peers and people that's doing better than me. And I'm I'm able to make an impact and move forward and do some stuff. Okay? Like this is the first time I've ever I've been able to ever do that. So 
I say all that to say, like, you just gotta, you just gotta do your thing. Sometimes if you feel like you want to do something and you're scared to do it, the only thing that's holding you back from it is fear because fear will take you out of positions that you were supposed to be in, but mentally you just wasn't ready for. Okay. So with me, I, I, the last thing I'm ever going to let me hold me back from an opportunity, a person, a situation is the fear of rejection because when you, you had to think sometimes we're our hardest critic. A lot of times we are right, but I can't not get an opportunity just cause I was scared to not try. And most of the time I still get no's, but a lot of times I still get yeses too. I will never forget when I went down there to the wholesale district in LA and I did those videos, they all hit over a million views. All of them, every LA fashion district video I've ever done has hit over a million views. Why? That's because I put myself out there. I don't know if I ever told y'all I should probably do a documentary about me and my life and the whole thing. When I went out there to that LA fashion division for the first video, I had my assistant out there, my camera crew with me, right? And we're out there and I, it was, it's over, it's over two, 300 stores out there, right? So I had went in the first 10 stores and everybody told me no. I could not film it. I wanted to film a behind the scenes video of the fashion district. Every single one of them told me no, 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 no. So I kept going. And out of maybe I think 30, 40 stores we did, only three of them said yes. Only three of those stores told me yes. In those three stores that were put in that video, they blew up. I basically told you guys what store it was, how to purchase from them wholesale, and what you need to do to contact them. All three of them stores reached out to me personally after that video because they did not know me. They found my YouTube video. Well, people sent them the YouTube video and told them that they seen a video. They reached out to me via email. Some of them... Um, they were tell my assistant when they seen her down there to tell me, thank you. I had literally, I'll never forget Tresser. Tresser was a new store that just started down there. And when I did that, they basically gave me like the biggest, um, thank you and invited me back. I even was able to take my, um, class underclassmen out there. Cause y'all know my alumni at university of Maryland used to show up period Hulk pride. So they, let me bring the students out there and invite and see their store. And I was able to record and everything like that. And all, like I said, you have to shoot your shot and that's with anything. So that kind of sparked me to even feel like that. Because when I tell you, I'm never going to let a no stop me because it's somebody out there that's going to say a yes. It's too many people in the world. It's too many businesses. It's too many things going on for me to continuously get a no. Somebody's going to give me a yes. And after that, do you know the entire a lot of LA fashion district people were reaching out to me via email asking me to come to their store or I they had said that they had came that I came and they told me no because they wasn't for sure what I was trying to do. You seen a black girl with a camera and a whole entire black crew. My I believe my videographer at the time was Filipino, but my assistant was black and I was black and they did not mess with it and I feel like I'm so thankful for them three stores because those videos hit a million views went out there did it again it hit another million and that's why a lot of people I feel like here is knowing me for so I do want to talk about like entrepreneur stuff and give y'all that details as well because when I tell you I'm a testimony honey some of this stuff I don't know how it happened for me but it's just a blessing that it even occurred you know and that was a big thing for me that was a big thing because I was over able to overcome a fear and overcome and be comfortable with hearing the word no I'm okay with hearing the word no because I'm going to go to somebody else and I'm going to keep doing it and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to keep doing that but um yeah 
that was a big thing for me, y'all. That was a that was a big thing. And I don't think I ever really spoke on it in detail like that, but it messed with me at first. It was messing with me. And every time I was getting that no, it was like, oh, I done paid for this videographer to come out here. My assistant out here, like nobody's letting us do it. Only needed three yeses. I only really needed one, but I got three. And I took them, filmed them, did what I did and kept it pushing. And I get so much respect when I go down there now. People know me. A lot of people envy to this day when I go to the LA fashion district, be like, oh my God, the only reason I was down here was because I seen your video and I'm glad for it because I'm here to put people I don't gatekeep you know I don't gatekeep and that that brings me to tell you guys also well first off let me know what you think about her writing the powerpoint let me know what y'all think about that what y'all think I should do how y'all would maneuver with that um, I'm pretty sure she's gonna see this video so hey girl okay y'all so I'm back I'm back I'm back y'all know my camera be overheating that be the problem with this thing it just be getting high because it's be the quality and everything else but whatever we here we back we doing another one, okay? Period. So, on to our next topic we're going to be talking about. So, I got this live from the shade room, actually. So, it says, breaking news, Las Vegas police arrest a man in connection to fatal shooting of Tupac Shakur. It also says, nearly 30 years after Tupac Shakur's tragic passing, police have arrested a man in connection to the 1996 drive-by shooting. According to multiple reports, Las Vegas police arrested Dwayne. I'm going to say Kefi D. Davis on Friday morning for his alleged involvement in Tupac's death. Whew. And it also said just two months ago, authorities raided the home of Davis's wife and police were reportedly looking for items concerning the murder of Tupac. Let me tell you something. I just feel like the older I get, the more scared I get of like just everything or just... Or I just, you know, when you're a kid, you don't notice that things ain't what it seem until what it is. Hold on. You know, when you're a kid and you notice things ain't what it seems until it is what it is right in front of your face. Like the, I feel like the police force, the FBI, all those different things are, and people in positions of power are so freaking corrupted. <laughs> I just think it's so corrupted. The whole entire thing of people in power are corrupted to the point that you're going to tell me 30 years later, y'all are just now figuring this out. So what occurred for it to be known? Now, from looking at certain different articles, I don't know how true this is, but it was saying things were coming to the surface of basically hood interviews where he started like speaking on stuff. And that's the problem. I think that people do things and they want validation for it and they start speaking on it because they want like they hood stripes. And it's like, boy, you look wild crazy. There's no types of stripes for taking a life. Number one, number two, it's not cool to go to jail. And then number three, I feel like that back in the day and from all these different movies I watched, you just see how um, these gangs are affiliated or even people in the industry, they are all infiltrated with like police. Like they're all buddies and they do favors for each other. I'll never forget. I went to Brazil and, um, you know, the favelas is the hood. Like that's the hood hood. Okay. So when you go there, like it's certain favelas that are super dangerous. So I went on a favela tour. I was super nervous at first because I'm like, what part of the favela? Like this is a whole favela tour, basically like a hood tour, right? <laughs> And I'm like, am I going to take myself on this tour and then it'd be some issues or some problems? Hold on, y'all. 
Okay. So I'm like, am I going to go on this tour and it's going to be some issues or some problems? You know what I'm saying? So I asked the guy that was like the tour guide. I'm like, is it going to be some issues with me on this tour? Because I'm not from here and I heard how dangerous the favelas could be. And he was like, no, you're not going to, you're, he's like, it's no problems with you because with our favela, the mafia that live here, they pay off the police. So the police keeps the peace around our favela. Basically their hood is good because the mafia and the drug dealers are all paying off the police. He said it's other favelas around though, that they don't pay the police. So therefore it's a lot of murders over there. It's a lot of killings. It's a lot of, um, you know, arrests doing arrests that take place in those favelas because it's no type of order because the police just let anything happen because they're not being paid off. And I'm like, okay, the same thing happens in the U.S. I don't know how many times back in the 90s I've seen so many different things and articles of police befriending um, befriending drug dealers, mafia people, like anybody in some type of power far as financial or just status. They become friends and, you know, they coincide and pretty much do that. And I just feel like with this situation, this could have been solved a lot longer, a lot if it is true, it could have definitely been solved way before. I believe that it's too many people in this world for things like that to be gone as an unsolved mystery for 30 years. Tupac was super popular, super at the top of his game. And I just feel like they've been knew who it was. And it's just a matter of something possibly happened that now everybody is deciding that they want to go ahead and move forward with it. It doesn't take 30 years for something like this. I personally don't believe it because I think that people talk too much. And I think that also it's too many like red light cameras. Was that not a thing back then? Maybe not witnesses. I mean, people talking, people go to jail and rat so they can get lesser time. I feel like just, it just wasn't a priority, but for some reason it is now, hopefully it actually does come to place and that's the person and it does happen. But you know, y'all let me know what y'all think about stuff like that. I just think that a lot of times it just seems as though it ain't really what it seems to me personally, you know? So who am I, but just a blogger. So I just, but I still feel like that sometimes that stuff be just not making sense to me. You know what I mean? And then I want to move on to tell you. So also before the camera cut off, I wanted to let you guys know that I will be coming out with two books. I'm so excited for these two books. I've been working on them and I just been working on them. I've been working on them um, for a while. So I have two different books coming out. I have a digital content influencer workbook and guide. And I also have a self love guide. Now I've been working on these for a while just because I needed to figure out what actually works and figure out what information that I have that I think you guys would utilize to the best of your abilities, whether you're on your self love journey or you're on your digital content creation journey. Um, the digital content workbook. Oh my gosh. I love that book because number one, we have a content calendar in there giving you different ideas. It helps you to narrow down exactly what type of influencer you want to be and the things that you need to do to be a successful influencer. And it also helps you to peak new ideas of what to post and how to post. Okay. And then it gives you all the details of all the cameras that I use and the information. It gives you all the cameras and technology that I use to make my 
content. Okay. And then it also tells you a lot of the applications that I use that can help you get in the search engine optimization, the algorithm and just vibe. Okay. So that's my favorite for that. For the self-love it's really telling you about a frequencies. It's also sharing details with you guys about how I overcome my anxiety, my stresses and my triggers and things that you utilize. And also you can use it as a decompress of writing down things in the book as well. So they are both super, super good for separate things. Um, and y'all know me, my brand isn't super limited. It's all over the place. We lifestyle, we do fashion. Uh, clearly now we're doing chats and we're talking about stuff. So I am just super excited. I'm going to be actually doing my two seminars, well, my four seminars based off of that in Bali. So that's what I'll be doing like my first live take on it. So Y'all, yeah, so excited. I'm so excited, but it will be available to per for purchase on October the 17th. I will have it on my website, glamazonte.com, but I'm hoping that your girl can get it um, on Amazon. And if I can, she will be linked below. If she's not, well, if I can, she'll be linked below, okay? Because one thing about it, your girl's an entrepreneur and I'm going to do what I got to do. But I've been working on all my stuff. So I, look, I, 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 I done did it. I'm doing what needs to be done, okay? Um, but yes, so now I want to move into the next thing. I want to talk about unpopular opinions. Now, I know my boy, this is the first person I ever seen do unpopular opinions was Choice. I love Choice. Choice has been so helpful for me in certain things that I've been doing because I got some stuff coming up for y'all. But Choice has really definitely been helping me with that. But I want to do an un unpopular unpopular popular opinions in my video and if you guys agree or disagree you can comment below and let me know um so i wrote mine down so i don't forget number one i feel like an unpopular opinion is females be smoking weed but i really don't think that <laughs> it be making some of y'all lips black and i don't like it <laughs> i'm just being honest i feel like that sometimes when i see a female she's so pretty right and then I can tell when she looks smoked out. Now, do I have a problem with smoking? No, I feel like people smoke because of their anxiety and different little things they got going on. But I personally feel like when you smoke so much to a point where we can tell you smoke and your lips is changing colors, I don't think that's attractive at all. You look smoked out, your lips is dark, it's not giving. So to be honest, I don't think that the smoked out look is cool. I don't think looking high looks cute either. Like, I'm sorry, y'all can smoke and do your own thing, but I just feel like it personally doesn't look cute to me. But hmm. my next unpopular opinion is that drama ain't fun no more. Oh my gosh. So when I was younger, I'm not going to hold y'all. Drama used to be tea. Like I'd be like, oh, what's the tea? Tell me their business. I would sit on a phone. I would listen to somebody tell me to spill. I would follow different things and connections of what's going on and piecing stuff together, trying to figure out what happened and why this happened. It's not fun no more. Like what they always say, get us out of the group chat with Krishan and Blueface is so I'm over, I'm tired, I'm annoyed. I don't want to see it no more. And I can't stop seeing it. It always comes up on my stuff. And I was rooting for Krishan, but at this point, it is what it is, boo. Okay, it is what it is. And I just feel like drama ain't fun no more. Like, even when my homegirls, when they be calling me with some tea, I might let them get, I might let them start it off. But then after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm done talking about it. Even my own drama be sometimes like, okay. I don't like, I, I mean, I don't have drama, but when it is little like moments in my life or something happened, it's kind of like I talk about it and that's it. I don't keep replaying it. I don't have to keep talking about it and to get it off my chest or no, I don't do none of that no more. Okay. So that was a thing. Drama ain't fun no more. Like it just be draining. It be tiring. I don't know. A couple of years ago, I would sit up and listen to it and be like, ah. <laughs> now I don't be doing that. I'm not into it. 
Um, and this is my last one. I feel like buying designer items is overrated. I feel like that we've been through this. I think that with me, just being bluntly honest, I used to buy designer items because I felt as though I, at one point in my life, could not afford designer items. So it was like a personal goal of myself to buy these items and to showcase them because I felt like, you know, I'm that girl. But personally, <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> mm -mm. Personally, would I buy myself some designer items? I've been chilling. I'm not going to say I would never buy me designer items again because we all got our little weaknesses. We want to buy something and it's like we know it ain't good for us. It's the same when we drink alcohol. We know it really ain't good for us, but we do it. But I don't be going to the store and just cashing out and then be wanting to do this and do that. Now, if uh, if somebody want to buy me some designer, oh, baby, buy it. I'm never going to tell you no. But I just feel like it's overrated. And on top of that, a lot of the designer things now are ugly. <laughs> Just being honest, but I, I ain't gonna lie. The things I have in my closet, I actually do like. But baby, the girls, the it girls, I be seeing them. They be having the bags, they be having the stuff. But some of that stuff ain't even real for real. So it's like buying the real designer items is overrated. I'm not paying 15 bands for a bag. I just can't do it. If I do have one on, it's either somebody bought it for me or it's probably fake. <laughs> but I don't have a $15,000 bag. But I also think when you get to a certain level and you actually have the money to acquire these things, now you see like, okay, I done did that. Now what's next? Because if I really wanted to go out here buy a $15,000 bag, I swear on my mama, I could probably buy a, a three, four, five, six of them. Like, but I could, but I just feel like now that I can, it's like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay. Like now don't get me wrong. I feel like you should buy a car that you really like an expensive car. Like I got my G wagon. I love my G wagon. Number one. I feel like that's an investment. I also feel like I like the truck and I like how I feel in the truck, but to just to buy one item, and then throw it up. And then most of the people on Instagram ain't even wearing stuff twice no more. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. Okay. So I think that kind of brings me to a closing, you guys, on this actual episode. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Let me know what you guys think about it as well in the comments below. If you want me to keep it going, you have to give me a thumbs up and make sure you're following and subscribing because, girl, YouTube is playing with me. I ain't hit a million yet, but we're going to do it. <laughs> and yeah, just let me know what y'all think about this, how it felt. Um, I'm definitely going to try to get this episode starting on Apple and all other um, streaming platforms just because I feel like you guys want to ride in a car you want to ride around you want to work out you want to do your thing listening to me talk I feel it um but yeah let me know what you guys think and I'm pretty sure the next time y'all see me I will be in Bali so you know make sure your girls tune in okay period